Alright, what's up Rav? Welcome back guys. Turin Giants podcast is back for 2020. How you feeling buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be back. It's been a long time. How you I know, doing? No, I know. Yeah, the end of the last year was super busy and we do apologize, but there's no way you guys are getting rid of us. Uh, Turin <laughs> Giants podcast. My name is Farhad. I'd like to welcome all the new listeners and all the old timers back to the show. Um, as always, you know, taking care of business, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and whatever um, Google, Android device podcast you use. We're all over the place. Like I said, good to have you guys back with us. We're going to take listener questions today. We will <clears throat> usually we do a few questions by the end of the show from you guys. And as always, thank you so much for submitting those. Uh, but today, you know, as, a, as an apology and as a thank you for sticking with us, we want to dedicate the show to you guys. We got a shitload of responses. I mean, a good question. We had to, we had to weed some of, uh, some of them out, but we left the most interesting ones. And I want to thank Rav for uh, taking care of, you know, sorting the questions out. So if your question didn't make it, it ain't me, man. It's, you know, all the questions and all the complaints are to Rav. Um, <laughs> But first, let's you know, let's find out how Rob's New Year's went. How uh, how are you, bud? How you doing? I'm good. It, it just it's like every Christmas, man, and every New Year it just goes by so quick, and then you're back at work and you, you don't even remember it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, let me tell you something, man. Holidays with children is completely <laughs> different than when you're is just you or you know your significant other. It was the busiest time of my life and you wow. know by, <laughs> by the day after christmas uh my wife and my daughter got a got the flu so i was taking care of two people and then my son got sick so uh yeah it's it's finally good to be good to be back while the kids are back in school and everybody's fine because man that end of the year was exhausting for me it's still fun yeah. still still good yeah. time Happy 2020. I hope you guys uh, just just be kind to another. I know it sounds corny, may sound corny. I don't think it does. But in 2020, let's just be nicer to each other. Let's just in this world of, you know, constant bickering and complaining. Let's, you know, everybody, everybody got problems. So let's just be nice to each other and let's brighten up each other's day and stay hydrated, my friends. And uh, let's, you know. Let's let's pick out one Inter fan and punch him in the face this year. Let's do that. Let's make that our resolution as Juve fans. Uh, um, let me just make one more announcement before we start with the questions. Turin Giants hoodies. I've been working on these for, for a couple of months. You guys know that. They're finally out. Please visit the website, turingiants.com. Uh, I think that the hoodies turned out really nice. And I was, I was there for every step of the way. I made sure that they are... Perfect. And thanks to everyone who ordered them. You know, there was, uh, the, I haven't had a lot of chance to advertise them, but there was a lot of, um, a lot of orders already. So I really do appreciate you guys. Uh, after this podcast, I'm on my way to the UPS station. So your hoodies are, will be on their way. <clears throat> Rav hasn't ordered one. All right. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's get to the questions, shall we? Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I was going to say the the question that you asked the other day was was a really good one to start with. Um, where oh, you that's asked that, that, that spread like wildfire. I was not expecting that. That was a great question because 
I think it, it divided a lot of people. Just just so everyone knows that the question uh, that was asked was who's the biggest traitor in uh, in Juventus history, and yeah, that <laughs> that caused a lot of debate. I I don't know who who I mean who would be your choice? Who who do you feel is is the biggest traitor in the club's history? Um. I'm I'd gonna say, throw you right in. There. I mean, I mean, like I, I want to say Conte, and I know Conte was. There was fifty percent, and and you have to realize hundreds of people answered. Uh, Conte was definitely the most popular answer, and and I, that was your response as well. Uh, I'd say yeah. Ibrahimovic. You know the the way he left, the way mm-hmm. the way before Juve, he was um, he was basically our guy. He was the guy who was yeah. supposed to. Um, go through th- thick and thin because he was not a well-known player before us. He was a great player, but he wasn't. We made him who he was, and um, the way he skipped town, you know, first first train to Milan. You know, I think it was uh, Giovanni. Giovanni was actually saying that he w- he went straight from the training ground um, to Inter Milan, and it's just. I think that I think that was it. But your your answer was a lot more. Detailed. If you want to, I'm actually searching for the answer yeah. on, on my on my Twitter right now. But in your opinion, I think for me it had to be Conte just just because. I, okay, there were people that, like you say, like Ibra and like Turan and Zambrotta and even um, Cannavaro as well. But with Conte, it was like you were captain, you were captain, and you you knew exactly what it meant to play for Juventus and how different that is to play for any other team in Italy. And I don't mean that to be arrogant, but it is, you know, it's just a fact. And you were there on the 5th of May in 2002. You were celebrating, you were making (laughs) various insults. Um, Then he came back and then he coached us. And I, I just feel like that is just, that legacy, all of that, that is so important to us as fans and to go to Inter now and oh it just oh. yeah yeah I mean it's, it's it's fine if you're just trying to be a coach but to embrace the whole culture of Inter and and to say that you're an Interista now and it, it kind of hurt you know it's it's different it's a little different when you're a coach and people will say hey uh there's other Juve coaches and Lippi was one of them who went to coach um no, uh, no, to no. coach Inter after I, I, Juve, but it's 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 different. It's it's different when after Calciopoli. Exactly that. And the other thing that I should add is, I think it was today or yesterday there was a tweet that came out saying that uh, Chelsea had paid him something like ten. I think it was over ten million euros uh, in compensation. Twenty six overall to the staff oh, there you go. And, and everybody. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. he was not hard up, and okay, he wanted a job. There are. Uh, you know, 18 other teams in Italy and Serie A beyond Juventus and Inter. So, you know, dude, you, you could have taken on a challenge. You could have gone to France. You could have gone back to England, Spain, wherever, you know, you that chose. Hurt. Do you yeah. mind if I read uh, a few other few other replies? Oh, go for it. Uh, our friend Arjun, for sure. please, please follow him at Indian Regista. He's saying, respect whatever he's done for us, but it has to be Conte so far, uh, by far. Uh, when you take into consideration those comments he made when he was Italy's coach, and now that he's an Inter, I'd say Conte. And next one would be Zambrotta. Also, Turam, uh, Turam 
He's not a snake. He didn't go to the next team that gave him a shitload of money, especially not a rival. But he left for a non-Italian team. And while his comments were wrong, the context of his departure is different. So, uh, Turam, you know, Zambrota, uh, Conte, Conte, uh, Ibrahimovic, and Turan. Um, Ibrahimovic gets a lot of gets a lot of hate. What do you think about his move? I know we have a lot of show to cover, but let's just say thirty seconds to Ibrahimovic back to Serie A. What do you think? I think it's. A, I mean, I don't understand the logic in terms of him being on the pitch because he he can't run. I mean, he was never the most versatile player in the first place. But all that said, in terms of like PR, people are going to be looking at Milan. People are going to be you know interested in what happens there. So purely in terms of like a PR stunt, I think it was a good move for them. If they can afford to throw money away like that, which I, I'm not really sure they can, but. You know, if they're just going to pay a salary and pay whatever, that's, that's you know, it's it's interesting for them and it will get a that's, bit of focus. But, you know, come on, beyond that, what is he going to do? Yeah. Not a great deal. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not a, you know, it's difficult to score in Serie A and I feel like, I feel like he's not in that age anymore. He can say whatever he wants, but I doubt he's going to get next six months. I doubt he'll get more than six goals and um, maybe yeah. maybe a few of them will come after come against, you know, weaker teams. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it brings attention back to Serie A, even though, you know, um, there's no changing, there's no changing of the mind of those people who think that Serie A is a, is a boring farmer's league. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I, I don't like the guy. never liked him. Anyways, yeah. All right, so we we covered that. Uh, let's let's say a few words about the Cagliari game. A big, you know, Juve came back with a bang, clean sheet, four goals, Ronaldo hat trick. Um, what did you think of the performance? What did you think of first, second half? I thought it was. I mean, the first half was. You could kind of see that maybe they they were they were kind of playing against a team that were really quite content to just sit back and play on the break, which, you know, you expect that for most teams that come to Juve Stadium. But the second half could have gone one of two ways. They could have ended up frustrated, but instead they just started moving the ball uh, a lot quicker. And the players that you really count on really stepped up. So Dybala um, and obviously uh, Cristiano, they, they just, you could see them like going through the gears and they were just so damn hungry. And, and that made the difference at the end of the day. And, yeah, it's just fantastic to to start the new year with that kind of win to to keep a clean sheet, to get away with no injuries, to keep the pressure on on, uh, on Inter. It's mm-hmm. good, obviously, for, for Ronaldo as well to, to you know to like add to his stats and add to his goals. But I think more than anything, I think it was just the the manner of the performance and to to come away with that many goals and um, and a clean sheet. It's it's just a good way to start the year. So you know, I, I just I don't have any complaints. I thought I thought it was all good. Definitely, it was, it was a, no, I mean it was a fun victory for the morale of the team. Um, we 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 really do need Ronaldo to get out of the slump. And I and I uh, actually pulled up a stat. Um, Maurizio posted it today uh, from around Jay. So. Um, before Ronaldo was substituted in the game against Milan, he had 865 minutes, 24 shots on goal, and five goals. 
Ever since then, I don't remember when that game happened, to be honest. It was obviously, you know, November, December last year. Uh, since then, yep. he's played 450 minutes, 13 shots on goal as opposed to 24, and eight goals as opposed to five. So it's, um, I, I, don't, I don't know, May, you know, injury, just a slump, who knows. But uh, obviously... Ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, ha- the haircut is special. Uh, yeah. You know, he's he's rocking the iPod shuffle. He has a man bun. The man's gone back 10 years, and, and he's a time traveler. Maybe he is uh, – how old is he now? 35? Maybe he's back to being 24. Yeah. You know, I will just consider that he's a time traveler. You know, every 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 10 years he resets the clock, and hopefully we'll get the, the vintage Ronaldo, and, and, you know, we'll see – We'll see more hat tricks in the future. Actually, it was so funny. You were um, uh, one of those one of those Ronaldo pages brought up the fact that he only needs six hat tricks to beat uh, Del Piero's record, and no. and I said that I will get Maurizio from around Juventus. I will get his face tattooed on me if Ronaldo is able to score six hat tricks within you know however however much he has left on a. Uh, on the Juve squad, and apparently it's a thing now. So I kind of want him to score the six hat tricks, but I don't want to walk around with with Maurizio's face on my on my body. So, so I think it's. I mean, looking at the uh, someone else tweeted something, and I think he actually needs. I think six just to draw level, and if he if he actually wants to set the record, he needs to score uh, nine. I think it is to beat Boniberti, um, Boni uh Sibori. So he he's All got right. a long way. <laughs> A long way to go. Well, yet, my, so. my my body is a my body remains in temple then. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the the game was great. Um, first half not so much, but then the you know and it's also Cagliari. We're 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 not oblivious to the fact that it's a weaker team. Uh, they made mistakes. One of the goals came from a blatant mistake that um, it and it was good to see that Ronaldo can still pounce and Ronaldo can still pick out those mistakes and, and capitalize. So it was, it was a good, it was a good victory. Hopefully um, he continues with that. It was good to see Demerel start again. He was, he was all over Ronaldo when celebrating. And I know you posted a, um, <laughs> you posted the video of him shouting uh, Cristiano Ronaldo with the whole stadium. So it was, it was a good fun, fun way to start the new year. All right, let's move on to the questions. You want to read the next one? Um, yeah, so the first one is from uh, Lindsay, and she says, uh, rank the Juventus midfielders from the best to the least best. So, so to the worst. Want... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She was trying to be kind about it, but uh, <laughs> do you want to go through and, and rank the the midfielders from, from I'll, best? I'll just, to... I'll, I'll just give, I won't bore you with the whole list. I'll just give you... How about how about my favorite? Um, it's obviously I'm not trying to be an expert. I don't know all the statistics, but to me, Pjanic remains the best midfielder we have. He's he is the world class. He is the untouchable. I love yeah. uh, I love Pjanic, and I mentioned on the Twitter. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Juve Podcast and Rav. You can follow him as if you're not already at UVFC.com, spelled out. Uh, he's, um, you're at like 86,000 followers, man. Come on, share, share, share the wealth. I'm like, <laughs> with my, with my, I hit, I hit 11.2, uh, thousand. I'm like, yes, not really. I don't really care if you guys follow or not. Um, 
<laughs> it, not not to be mean, but I'm just saying, you know, numbers are not not everything. Uh, so Pjanic would definitely be my favorite. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm loving Bentancur. Uh, before yeah. before the injury and before the red cards and all that mess, uh, he was really hitting his stride. I can't wait to see him back. He's um, he he's interesting to watch. He's he's tricky. He's tall. He can. He's strong. You know, as opposed to Pjanic, he's. Pjanic uses uses a lot of the skill to keep the ball and and to distribute the the passes, but Bentancur is the guy who can get you uh, ovations from the fans because he's he's tricky. I like the way he plays. I, I really enjoy his play. Ramsey, um, I like Ramsey. I am um, I haven't seen anything extraordinary yet, especially with you know unfortunately with the with the injuries that follow him everywhere he goes. Uh, but I I am ready to eat my words if he shows us some you know some of that some of that world class. I love him as a person. I do enjoy the way he fl- uh, you know flows with the with his teammates and uh, those three. I really do enjoy watching. What about you? Um, pretty much the same as yours, to be honest. I think Pjanic would be top. Uh, Bentancur would be second. Probably I would say Ramsey and I really like uh, Rabiot. I like the way he's. He's kind of coming into himself a bit more. I would put the two of those probably like joint third place. Um, then I would probably say uh, Matuidi because he, he kind of does what he needs to do and not a great deal more. So he's, he's you know, he's like somewhere in the middle pretty much. That's it. Um, and then I would put the two kind of lookalikes, uh, Emre Can and like Sami Kadira would probably be not, he's not the worst. He's just, he's just not the best either. He just hasn't got the legs anymore. I mean, you got to be honest, the guy just can't run anymore. And Emre Jean seems like he wants to leave. So those two would be like somewhere near the bottom for me. And I, I think that's all the midfielders. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just read that Kedira is only 32 years old. It's it's amazing. Oh, it's, it's it's Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I'm like three years older than Kedira. It's so amazing to me. Um, but it just shows you like... Every player is different, you know. There's there's people who like Ronaldo who are 35, and you know you just saw the picture of him at working out at the gym, and uh, yeah, it's, it really matters what kind of fitness regimen you're you're ready to take on. I'm sure if if Kedira, you know, anyways, I, I don't want to get into all of that, but Kedira looks a lot older than than Ronaldo, and you know, it's it's a yeah, not not a good comparison, but. Yeah, Kedira, I think she yeah. should be doing a lot better at 32. And uh, Bendancur is 22 years old. That's amazing. We need to hold on to Bendancur for sure. Yeah, I'm right. All right, next question. Let's do this. Do you want to ask the next one or shall I? Uh, M- Mustafa is asking, uh, what's your honest yeah. take on Mandzukic leaving? Um, I hate it. I hate the way he left. Um, I really I just despise the fact that a lot of people got on his back as well, like... Just, just really, I won't go into a lot of detail. But I just don't like the way that he was—he was renewed. They renewed his contract, and then a few months later, they knew that they were going to replace Allegri more or less. They bring in Sadi. Suddenly, Mandzukic is like an outsider, and then people expect him to just go to whatever club. You know, like all these options are the same. Like Manchester United, PSG, go to Qatar. All these things are the same. We don't give a shit about your lifestyle. We don't give a shit about whether or not you want to stay. Just go. But for Dybala, who turned down two of those three clubs, mm-hmm. you know, like he's a hero or whatever. I don't get that. Double standards. Um, I don't like the way that he left. 
if you had to leave, I understand, but it should have been done much, much better. And we could have handled it with a bit more class, which we didn't. So, yeah, I'm not happy about it at all. But there you go. Yeah, de it, it, it definitely didn't add to the to the theory that, um, I mean, it did add to the theory that some people have that Juve is becoming more like a, like an organization that that is all about balancing the books. I know it's supposed to be like that. I know the times of being a being a team that stands by its players. I know it's sort of gone by the wayside, but us Juve fans, we still hope that we can hold on to that old um, old way of doing things. But unfortunately, in today's game, and especially with a president like Agnelli, who is uh, who 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 knows the importance of you know financial health and being out there on social media and 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 the importance of you know player images it it's it, it didn't it didn't help him gain his no. popularity you know it's definitely Mandzukic is one of those guys who should have been should have been given a lot more respect and seeing him you know no no disrespect to Qatar I know we're just, we've got um we've got listeners from there but yeah. you know seeing him in that league kind of kind of hurt kind of hurt you know it's it, as much as I don't like Manchester United it would have been nice to see him still play in in you know top three leagues yeah. so you know uh, best of luck to Mandzukic I hope he stays healthy I hope he makes that money and officially yeah. officially thank you for everything he's done because he's brought us he, he's brought us some of the some of those 90s moments you know we, we've seen the Grinta we've seen the you know the bleeding for your team and we've seen him pushing opponents around so it's to us you know fans who started watching Juve in the 80s and the 90s it was really good to have that guy on our team that's not afraid to bleed for for Juve so shout outs to him we'll never forget what he's done for 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 Juve all right yeah. so next question has uh, uh, next question i think I, I, i've I got one from go ahead go ahead sorry yeah, yeah go ahead Um, yeah, I got one from uh, Inconvenient Truth. He's actually asked three questions, but I'll, I think I'll just pick out the uh, the first two, which kind of feed into one into the other. Uh, so has Juve's success developed uh, like a reactionary culture among the supporters, and is there any patience left? What do you think? You feel that's... <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not about patience left. There's if you're yeah. If you support a team, you need to have patience for the rest of your life. There's There's fans who've never seen their play their their team win big championships they 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 they're still with the team it's not about the patience it's just it's, as a fan you just need to know that you're there no matter what you're there for the team no matter what and you know the, with the with the development of social media you see a lot a lot more opinions you know um thrown around and, and you see a lot of crappy opinions. You see, you see a lot of people with, you know, they, they want to, they want to be popular on social media for their, um, you know, crazy opinions. And, and you don't know if they're being gen, genuine or if they're, if yeah. they do it for the likes and for the retweets. So like I said, you know, I've, I've said that before you choose your level of fandom. If you want to be that guy, be ready to to hear some negativity you know if you want to be that guy with Sadi out as your as your uh, 
as your name on Twitter or whatever or, or Instagram or whatever. You yeah. just you will you will not be taken seriously. So people need to, even if we don't win this year, that doesn't mean you need to stop supporting. That doesn't mean you need to stop being a fan. So it's yes, the the culture has changed a lot, and I I I'm I'm not too crazy about it. I don't know if that answers the question, but that's just my opinion. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with what you said. I think th there's just like a culture now where I think because everything we, we touched on it in the past in a, in a previous podcast where because everything is like instant and instantaneous, you feel like you want instant success. And if it doesn't work out, you just swap it out. You know, like you get rid of one coach, you bring in another and blah, blah, blah. And we've seen how that works, for, you know, for clubs like, I don't know, Chelsea or Uh, Real Madrid and, and clubs like that and it just it doesn't work in the long term we're trying to build something so I think yeah absolutely I think this exactly what you said social media age has kind of made this reactionary culture where people feel that they can tap into the conversation and get their point across even if sometimes people are talking absolute shit and it's complete rubbish you know um, and in terms of patience I think that the problem is that Everyone is using the same damn trophy as like the the barometer for our success is the Champions League. If we don't win the Champions League, everything's a failure, you know. And yeah. I still look at that like there's just so much more to it than just, you know, like win it or lose it. You know, there's so much luck and you have to get the right kind of draw and you have to worry about injuries and you have to worry about form and, you know, so much other stuff. And it, it's just never in your hands with that freaking competition so yeah, yeah I, i think pretty much exactly what you said more or less i agree with that so yeah um, just to finish the point is you you cannot control what other fans yeah. say and that's when you know bickering begins that's when people start arguing you i just i just you know kind of resorted to the fact that hey this guy has a crap opinion this girl has a shit opinion there's nothing i can do If if I agree with it, if I want to continue the conversation, we're kind of kind of continuing. But yeah. I, you know, like I said, you know, pick pick your level of fandom. If you want to react to everyone's opinion, you will just be exhausted. So you know, in, in this year in 2020, I've decided to just you know be be the guy looking from the outside, do the podcast. Obviously, the the irony is not is not lost on me. I know I'm saying. Uh, people with their opinions and and I'm talking into the podcast I believe me I'm I'm aware of the fact that <laughs> you know this is this is funny but at the same time I'm not trying to be an expert I've never said that it's just just something we do something I hope you guys enjoy uh, but yeah. as far as as far as the crazy fans who think um, this this season has already been a failure it's just silly it's just silly <laughs> to think that you cannot say something's been a failure before it's even done. Um, yeah. Next question. So, um, Rami, thanks, thanks, for your, thanks for your question. He's asking, uh, does a supposed extension for Matuidi send the wrong message to both the rest of the squad and to the fans? That's it's a um, sore subject. It's, a, it's, been, it's been since Marota days, you know, it's the extensions of, of older aging players. What, what do you think? The new, the, the new one in line, which is Matuidi, what do you think? Um, I think it sends the wrong message. I really do. I like Matuidi a hell of a lot, and I completely understand the role that he plays in this midfield, but there are players that can do what he does and do a hell of a lot more. 
So I'm going to keep my answer really short and sweet and just say we should be aiming bigger and better. I mean, if you want to renew the guy and you want to make sure that he's a squad player at best, you know, like he's happy to sit on the bench and come on if we have to play against, I don't know, some lower, you know, table team like Spal or something like that, then yeah, fine. But no, I'm, I'm far beyond this point of like renewing these aging players for... I, I just don't understand the reason behind it at all. We need to be aiming bigger and better and yeah. No. I, but it's, it's got, <laughs> it's got understand us listeners. It's, it's got nothing to do with their age. You know, like I, like I said, you know, Cristiano, uh, by the way, Ronaldo is 34. I apologize to <laughs> apologize. I just read it. He's 34. <laughs> Didn't mean to add another year, but if he's 34 and he's Ronaldo, that's yeah. Th- there's no question about it. But if he's Matuidi and he's playing like that, and you guys have seen the way Matuidi played in the last game, you as as a, yeah. as a as a as a club as big as Juve, you look at that and you say, "That's it. There's no way." I mean, this is this performance just shows us that he cannot give any more. So let's find a team for him to play and get the best deal out of out of him and or out of that transfer. You know, seeing yeah. seeing a guy like Matuidi, if you run uh, one of the biggest teams in, in, in the world and you look at Matuidi and you say, yes, I want more of that, just unacceptable. Unacceptable with the, with the way he dribbles. The way, I love the guy. I know he has three lungs, but he also has one foot because um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just embarrassing to watch. And yeah. especially Matuidi linking up with Ronaldo. If 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 you want to get the best of Ronaldo, you cannot play him with Matuidi, and it's nothing personal. I know some people do take it really personally and and take it to the next level as far as you know, blasting Bernardeschi or Kedira or attacking them personally on social media. No, I'm just from a footballing standpoint. Um, footballing standpoint, it's unacceptable. As a as a big team, you need to say that's it, and yeah develop develop a system like like other teams that if they see a player that's not producing you cut them loose so yes it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a topic that needs to be definitely addressed as far as management next question my friend go ahead Next question. Uh, this is from Hass, and he says, who do you both see as a realistic January signing that would make an impact that's a tough one. Who do you reckon? That's, I told you before the podcast. <laughs> I uh, yeah, life is busy. I barely have time to watch and follow Juve. Um, unfortunately, I don't know many of the transfer rumors. You're, you're the transfer guy. Whatever you say, I'll agree to that. How about that? Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, for me, I would just say. <laughs> The, the player that I really like is, um, is Sandro Tonali. I really like him. The, the midfielder at Brescia. Um, we're linked to him. Well, he I just looks him. like a guy. Yeah, exactly. He just looks like a, a young player that can really shoulder the, the kind of responsibility that's required to, to make a midfield work. And yeah, I, I don't want to go into too much detail because I hate transfer talk, to be honest. So yeah, I would say Tonali would, would be my choice. Definitely. Is he available Next in question. January? I I think if if they threw enough money at the problem, maybe. 
but knowing Juventus, I think I think what Paratici said the other day was pretty accurate. Like they're going to sign some youngsters, and and that's pretty much it. They're not going to bring anyone else in. So I don't see them making any signings apart from the the guy that they signed the other day, who I think we're going to cover in a in a different question. So we'll leave that for the moment. Uh, yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think should be unloaded, uh, offloaded? Ah, oh, don't make me answer that. I would say, if I'm really brutally honest, I would say. Um, I would hey, say I don't, I, don't, I don't pay you. I don't pay you to be to be <laughs> to man. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would. I would get rid of Kadir. I mean, the, the guy, he's just so average now, and he just he's, he's so he's in and out. Like he can... he's not even average anymore. Average is the guy who who you don't even know. Average is Deshilia to me. When yeah, yeah, minute I, I... minute thirty five. Without looking at mm-hmm. the starting lineup, I see the Shilio running around. I was like, oh, there he is. I didn't even know he was in. Kind of like flying below the radar. But yeah. Kedira with his mistakes and, and uh, Matuidi with their mistakes, they're definitely, they stand out like a sore thumb. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Next, okay. question, is from, next question is from Jude. Hey, Jude. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he or she asked a couple of questions, but we're going to go with one. Uh, realistic expectations for Champions League and league titles this year. Are we ready? Uh, are we really headed for a trophyless season? I've seen that. I've seen. I've seen that question floating around. Uh, people wondering if if we're not going to win anything. If uh, how how will Juve fans handle that? What do you think, Rob? I first of all, I think we've got a really good draw in the Champions League, so we've got a good chance of getting pro, uh, getting past. Leon, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying we should take it for granted or, or consider it, you know, like a, a straightforward game, but it's probably the best draw that we could have asked for. So let's just get that out of the way, and, and then we can kind of reassess. But in terms of trophy of the season, I mean, I watched Inter yesterday, and they they were pretty they're pretty damn good to be honest, and they just keep going. They're just you know they're typical Conte type of team, but. Um, Trophy this season? No, I don't think so. I think we'll still win City. I think when it gets to the, the the crunch, I think maybe Inter will fall away, and that's hopefully where Juve Juve will capitalise. Um, even if it was a trophy this season, you can't take a risk on a coach like Sadi who who has such a different approach to the way that he wants to play football. Um, you can't hire someone like him and, and expect to win in the first season. I think you have to be able to say, okay, look, this season will be a transitional season. You need to have that in your mind. Um, so I was always of that mindset from the start of the season. But at the same time, I still feel that we, we've we got enough depth and enough quality in our in our squad to at least win City R. So, um no, I, you, I, you don't I think sound like you don't sound like you believe, man. What's going on with you? I thought th- 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 you know, twenty twenty is here, man. You you better book your tickets to Istanbul. You know, I, I until it's over. When it comes to event, <laughs> I, I swear to God, ever since we won that first title in in twenty twelve, like the the feeling of that title just just always stays with me. And after that season in particular, I always felt when it comes to Juventus, anything is possible because the only way is up. Yeah. So, same feeling this um, season. Anything can happen, and I, until it's over and until we're out of the race or whatever, I have absolute belief in us winning everything. So, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just kidding with you. I know. I know you're trying to be. Um, 
you want to be as unbiased as possible. But yeah, I mean, Champions League is a seeing how we did in the group stages. Unless something changes, it will be difficult. You know, I know we had a great results, uh, but we also had a had a group that we should we should have done a lot better. Um, I'm being very critical right now, but Champions League quality is so much higher than Italy. It's it's just it's insane, and uh, I really hope they can they can get their shit together because. And you know we have the X factor. We have Ronaldo in the Champions League, and I really hope that plays a big part. Um, as far as Serie A, this is the most invested I've been in a few years um, because a uh, two horse race against Inter doesn't get doesn't get any better than that. Uh, two horse race against Inter, whose coach is a is a Juve legend, and you can, and you can't deny that he's a Juve legend. He spoiled it a little bit last couple of months, but. Uh, beating Inter now yeah. would be so much sweeter than beating uh, Napoli or beating Roma last last couple of years. It's, I, I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for uh, Inter finally dropping points against the team that they should have won against, and I'm here for you know celebrating the title at the end. Hopefully, I'll take a double. I'll take you know in 1996 when we won the last time, we also won a double. It was uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take it. You know. Um, Realistically, I say Serie A is a lot more possible, but we'll see how we'll see how we do against Lyon. And thanks for bringing that up. We did, we, were, we didn't get a chance to discuss that. And um, uh, yeah, without without a little luck in the Champions League, nobody wins the Champions League. And I and I feel like uh, this draw was was the first kind of sign of luck for us. And I I really hope we can go all the way because I'm ready I'm ready to celebrate. I'm ready to finally celebrate the Champions League. And um, uh, next question is by Naif. You know, it's it's a, it's a it's a difficult one. So why don't you why don't you go ahead and read it? Uh, okay. So this one, yeah, it's basically saying, um, is it too early to evaluate Sadi's work and the team at the moment? Um, basically saying, you know, we can see that Conte is, is basically visibly being able to transform into, but we haven't seen Sadi do the same thing at Juve. Instead of asking why that is, and do you think that Sadi has the the caliber for Juventus? Um, what do you think? I'm gonna ask you first. What do you reckon? No problem. No problem. Um, from what he has shown so far, I, um, I I don't know what the reason is. I don't know why we can't play that famous Sadi ball. You know, we see we see glimpses of it here and there, and and people in the stands and people watching, they kind of kind of cheer and applaud and goes on for about two minutes, but then we go back to to being, yeah. you know, the sluggish back and forth, back passes, parallel passes, and it's it's back to being the good old Juve. You know what I mean? We we were we were promised sorry ball. That's that, that's all I wanna know. Why why we still haven't haven't shown it. Um but then again, you know, there's there's five more months to go and I really hope that we'll get to see the fun Juve playing again. We kind of saw it at the end of the season, where we kind of hit the stride. But I don't know. Give give the man the cigarettes to smoke on the sidelines. I don't know. Do something for the guy because or or bring bring his famous you know espresso guy. Uh, maybe that's he misses his little buddy. But so far, um, he he hasn't shown him himself to be a world class coach. Great coach, great results, 
Um, I, I feel like he's honest in his in his press conferences. I feel like he's a he's a good guy. He's not afraid to bench uh, like we mentioned him benching uh, Ronaldo. He's not afraid to do that. Um, but as far as the gameplay, as far as being relaxed by 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 halftime, we're yet to see that. And I and I and I wish him well. I I like him. I like him as a, as, a, as a coach. But there's still a lot more to be desired. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that by and large. I think the other thing is just time. I think he needs more time with the team. I know people are going to say, "Oh, well, he's had six months and." You know, everything should be working by now. But I don't think you can take a team like Juventus, who have had the same coach for five years, and suddenly change that overnight, let alone in six months. I think it takes time. I think he had a really distinctive way of playing, especially at Napoli with uh, certain players that were really key to the way that he played. And it, it took him, even there, it took him like two two seasons to get them really competing against Juventus. So... I I don't think it's going to happen in six months. I think it will take longer. I think the reason that maybe Conte has done better at Inter in, in terms of getting them to play the way that he wants to is because I think they got him the players that he wanted. I think he had a far more direct impact on the players that he wanted in terms of being able to play that 3-5-2 that he wanted. He wanted Lukaku more than anyone else and they got him. Uh, he wanted some more stability at the back, so they got him Godin. He wanted midfielders that can that can sort of play the ball and, and that are good on the ball and hold possession and and have a good passing range. So they got him um, uh, the, the players that he wanted. And, yeah, I, I think they really went all out to kind of cater for him, whereas with Sadi and Juve, I think it was more a case of Juve went out and looked for the bargains and looked for the best players and looked for the players that are going to bring Juve that kind of prestige and bring them the attention not necessarily the players that are right for for Sadi ball and, and the way that he wants to play so yeah I think it's I think it's just it's a, a question of time just give the guy some time and hopefully by the end of the first season we have a couple of trophies to, to sort of build on um yeah I mean if, so, if, he, if he's able to win the Europa League and the Champions League the next year I mean that's that's a hell of an achievement um also I I, I feel like there's way too much attention paid to Sari. I feel like we have a squad who should, who should also feed, uh, feed off each other. I feel like the players are so good that relying on the coach tactics, there's only so much tactics can get you. You know what I mean? You're the one playing on the field. There's only so much, so much stuff you can yell at the TV. But when it comes down to it, I think the players should take responsibility. I feel like if you're if 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 you're not creative enough on the field, you should should do something about it. You should, uh, with with all the manpower we have at Juve, uh, playing like that is unacceptable. I feel like I feel like you should take charge and and uh, supply Ronaldo with the balls. You know, uh, do something on the field as well, as opposed to constantly yeah. saying, um, you know, sorry this, sorry that. I feel like players should do something as well. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's yeah, you know, Conte is a different kind of story. Conte is a is a twelfth man, and we know that Conte will not sit down for a second, and he'll be there for the for the whole game. 
but I feel like Sire is a different kind of guy. And with a, like I said, with the manpower that we have, we shouldn't be relying on the coach that much. All right, so we have a lot more questions to go. I don't know if we're if we'll be able to go through all of them. Let's uh, let's yeah. let's give quick answers. Um, Giuseppe is asking, would you try Pjanic in a more offensive role? What do you think? Um, no. <laughs> Simple answer, no, because I think we tried him in that role. Uh, I think Allegri tried him behind the, the front two and it just didn't work. I think um, I think with Pjanic, it's more about the players around him and, and kind of bringing the quality up uh, to, to get the best out of him. So, no, I wouldn't try him in a more offensive role. I don't know if you agree with that or... I I agree with you. Yes, <laughs> for the for the for the for the sake of not going over two hours, um, I agree with you. Oh, by the way, guys, I know um, we had I had a giveaway on on Twitter for the oh, I just lost it. Ah. I'll, I'll bring that up later. Uh, so next question: yeah. Juan, Juan Sebastian okay. is asking, do you feel do you yeah. feel Bern- Bernadeschi could succeed as a midfielder? Um. No. <laughs> no, I feel like he just needs to go back to to where he played, which was out wide. I think he he just he needs more space, not less space, to get the best out of him. That's that's my personal opinion. I don't know if you agree, but um, I mean, I started by supporting the guy all the way in the beginning of the yeah. season. Then it got worse and worse and worse, and I have literally nothing, no opinion to go off this guy because every position he he plays. Everywhere he starts, we we tried different kind of circumstances for him to succeed, and it's it's again nothing. There might yeah. be one, there might be one little highlight, if that, in a game, but then he just goes missing, and you know all the dribbling gets you nothing, and it's just it's it's kind of upsetting because I I really like Bernadeschi and I really hope he succeeds, but from what I've seen so far, I I I don't know I don't know what we can do for him to succeed. I yeah. I've said that before. I can see him going in a, uh, into a uh, higher mid-table team and succeeding there, but I feel like mm-hmm. some players are just not cut out to be Juve material, or he just needs to grow his hair back. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, next question. Bianconography. Uh, Weird idea. How about switching Matuidi with Sandro? How about switching Matuidi with someone else from another team? That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like Matuidi is just done for. I don't, I don't think switching him around is going to be... Um, uh, what do you think? If you want to, if no, you want to, you feel free. Feel free to skip skip a question if you want. No, no, that's that's fine. No, seriously, I'm I'm of the same mindset. I don't think that switching him around would would make any difference at all. I think he's just really he's not productive enough in the final third. He can't cross. He's good in the middle of the pitch to an extent, but you get him in the opposition half when he when he's you know like up against it, and he just always seems to make the wrong pass, the wrong decision. And yeah, like uh, it, just next takes him, it just takes him so long to collect the ball. I feel like one step and the and the defender is on him. He's just so nah. slow. He's just so clumsy. I love Matuidi. I love his his passion for the team. Don't get me wrong. Yes, it's 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 nothing personal. But I feel like I feel like he's 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 yeah. not Juve material anymore. Um, you you. Yeah, next question was from uh, Juventus Arsenal. I suppose we can keep this one real quick, but thoughts on the way that players have been treated when they've left Juventus? Um, uh, <laughs> that's a whole, yeah, that's a, that's a big... I mean, it, it <laughs> depends on, a, on the player. It depends on what the player has done for the team that 
do they do they want to do the players want to thank the fans thank the, thank the team thank the management I feel like with a with a connection between the fans and the team nowadays they can pretty much read the comments and 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 see what the play, what the fans think of them uh, yeah so so it depends on the the player who's leaving I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm rambling on I um, I'm of the same sort of mindset. I think it depends on the player, but by and large, the way that players like Del Piero and Marquisio and we see Mandzukic now as well, um, the way that certain players have kind of been forced out, I, I haven't liked it. I, I don't particularly like the way they, they handle these, these kinds of um, these sorts of moves. But at the same time, I understand that in, able to, in order to bridge the gap between where we were and getting to the, the kind of elite teams, you need to have a certain degree of sort of ruthlessness. So you kind of have to sacrifice some of what it is that makes you who you are, I think. So, yeah, I, I think there's kind of a trade-off. I don't like it, but I understand why. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So question from Liam. Uh, who's one signing Juve could make to change their fortunes in Europe? You know, oh. you know my answer. You know my everybody knows my answer. It's hashtag poke back or nothing. But again, you know, it's everybody knows it's expensive. Yeah, if you if you look at it through, you know, uh, as a as a as a fan who uh, basically thinking logically, Pope yeah. is Pope is expensive. He would he would be great for us, but it's also if that doesn't happen, I understand it. Um, but a realistic goal, I feel like Ericsson should be our priority. Um, in, Inter now is gaining ground. Inter now is becoming one of those teams that players want to go back to. You know, they they see the project, and you can't deny that Inter has 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 really and and Conte uh, mainly they've brought. Inter back from the dark ages and and you know players who are looking for new teams are are aware of them and I feel like we should we're, we will regret that one if we don't make that happen because by all means I'm reading the reports and Ericsson is super close to joining Inter and it will Juve will take a huge L if we don't sign Ericsson yeah um I would say Messi <laughs> oh nice all right, Messi and Messi and Ronaldo just, in the same team, and yeah. we'll still lose the final. <laughs> yeah, just if I'm being completely unrealistic for a second, just you know, like unite the two fan bases, bring everyone together, get the best two players in the world. Um, no, it's, <laughs> that's completely unrealistic. I think there's no one player. I think we just need to address the midfield. Like the midfield has just been neglected in terms of real quality for the best part of like four or five years. It just you know, if it's Pogba, if it's Milinkovic Savic, if it's Tonali, just for God's sake, get us a world class midfielder and, and I like just it. get it done. Yeah. Um, I like it. Next question is from Yeah. <laughs> next question is from Dan and he says, Is the samurai forward slash ponytail haircut for Ronaldo acceptable due to his form? <laughs> I, I don't even I don't see the the username in in this in the file that you sent me, but I already know which Dan it is, and I do appreciate <laughs> him. He's he's the one Ronaldo fanboy that I accept in my life. The rest the rest I just can't I can't deal with him. But um, Dan, 
I don't care if he wears a sombrero on his head. If he's banging in, <laughs> if he's banging in hat tricks, and if he's chasing the ball down and and stripping stripping defenders off the ball and and scoring the goals, um, I honestly that that part of Ronaldo's life, you know, his personal, his private life, his fashion choices and stuff like that, don't really affect me. Uh, as long as he's having fun with the team, as long as he's uh, uh, he's a good teammate, and as long as he's happy, he he can do whatever he wants. The 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 talk of the haircuts and and the fashion choices is for for other other fans, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's working so far. So let's let's so let's let, let, yeah, you know, man bun or not, I'm I'm all for. He can. It. Like he can have an afro, or he can have a jerry curl. He can have like you know whatever he likes. If he gets off to the Champions League final and wins it, I you know he can shave his hair and do whatever, man. Seriously, if it works and if it's like superstition or whatever, just just keep it. Just just keep it. You know what? Speaking of that, speaking of bets and speaking of shaving your head, if Juve wins the Champions League, I will shave my head. How about that? Um, and I and I, people who know me know me. I love my hair, so I'm ready. I'm I'm willing to let that go if if Juve wins the Champions League. Um, Mo, he's asking, did Emre Can deserve the exclusion from the Champions League list, and can we still count on him? I will skip this question just because it's sort of old news. No disrespect to Mo, but if you want to go yeah. ahead and answer it, um, I would just say very quickly, um, did he ex- deserve exclusion? No. Can we still count on him? <sighs> I'm not sure. I think if they put him back in the in the team, which apparently, according to the latest reports, he is going to be back in the squad for the Champions League. I think if they if they do that kind of you know like a bit of schmoozing and, and kind of put a hand on his shoulder in January and say, look, we you know we we screwed up. We want to keep you here. We don't want to sell you. Maybe that'll be enough to to kind of bring him back into the team. So um, yeah, that's that's yeah. Let's let's All hope right. we can count on him. Um, so next question. We'll- We'll skip a couple questions. AG, he's asking, um, he or she is asking, do you guys see Lazio as a serious contender for the Scudetto or is it too early to tell? No, they're not serious no. contenders. They they fall away every time. They, um, they, they've been consistent so far. They've won nine games, I think, which is a club record now or the joint club um, record. They, they, they won five in a row, which is top, I think, in, in top five leagues. They're in the top five yeah. of the teams that won five in a row. So shout out to them. I mean, they... They we didn't really discuss the Super Cup of final, which was which was just awful. You know, was, <laughs> they they gave us the run for our money two games in a row. And uh, Inzaghi is a great coach. They have a great team. They have a great uh, collective of players. But I I say this real quick. They they won in the last minute against Brescia at the weekend, and they had a man advantage for the best part of of uh, I think like thirty minutes or something. So they took their time to break them down. Um, they, they're a team that I, I feel they rely on a couple of key players, and when those players are injured, they they really struggle. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't see them being there in May. I think they'll fall away. I think they'll definitely qualify for the Champions League, but not. Um, I don't think they're, they're title contenders. Um, next question: What do you think about the the new signing uh, Kulevsky, the the guy that we signed uh, from uh, Atalanta? Do you have any thoughts on him or? Uh, from Parma, I mean, right? Or does he belong yeah. to? Um, yeah, yeah, he belongs to Atalanta. Uh, sorry, that question was from uh, from Heath. Yeah, Heath. All right. I mean, what can I say? By by all means, I haven't heard much of him, but I read after, you know, after the rumor starting, and 
it was a pretty quick quick transfer. I do appreciate that, and it just shows you that Paratici is not always wrong. And you know, people were people are quick to jump on him and call him a clown. But I feel like uh, from the teams that were after Kulusevski, I feel like we we made a right choice. He needs to get a little more experience. He's a big boy. He's a tough boy. Um, I can't. I simply can't. Cannot wait to see him in June. I, I'm really happy about that one. I've seen the the highlights and and you know read about him like i said it's pretty pretty exciting transfer i'm all for it yeah i'm completely the same i think he's he's really quite highly rated i think it's kind of a, quite a big deal for him to to come to city in his debut season and i think he has seven assists four goals um plays really well he, he can play in midfield he's played on the wing i think because parma needed him to, to sort of play there uh, he's played as a false nine. He's he's quite versatile. He's he's not scared by any accounts. He's one of these players that's really quite confident in himself and his own abilities. And and I think that's why he wanted to come to Juve and not sort of make the you know like play for another team in between Parma and, and, and Juve. So yeah, I, I like those kinds of players. Players like Delict as well and Demidal who feel that they're young, but they feel that they can make the the switch at that early age. So. Yeah, and I yeah, hope you. I, I I I do hope Next that question. he uses this time, uh, be, be, between now and when he actually comes to Juve. I hope he uses it wisely and you know, um, prepares himself mentally because uh, it would be it would be a shame if he wastes you know if we waste that talent. I really hope that doesn't yeah. happen. Um, the next question from Heath was, uh, "What do you think about Demerel starting in the last five games?" Did you already read that? One? Uh. Yeah, uh, no, no, you, um, I, no, I didn't read that. I, I think it's, um, I think Sani said uh, after the, the win on Monday, he said that the reason that he's playing is because I think he's obviously shown a lot. He said that he's really kind of exuding energy and confidence and he wants to tap into that, which is a smart thing to do. So if a player is playing really well, just make the most of it. It doesn't matter if Delicht, you know, sort of cost more or whatever. Plus, I think Delicht from, from reports has some kind of injury issues at the moment. So, yeah, he, he this is, I mean, Demidel hasn't put a foot wrong in yeah. in the last five games. He is just a phenomenal defender. He is so damn good. And he has the confidence. He just kind of exudes that sort of warrior spirit like Chiellini uh, used to in sort of his heyday. And just play him. You know, it doesn't have to be about age or reputation. Just play the guy that is the best at the moment. And I think with Demirel, I think he, he's the, the kind of defender that can really make a difference against those really tough, kind of difficult, really sort of tricky opponents. So, um, yeah, I, I've got absolute what, what, faith in him. What I love about mm. him is that I hate, I cannot stand when Juve comes out and, and they play carefully. The... In in today's game, you know if you if if you take top one hundred teams, well maybe top fifty yeah. teams, the players are more or less all the same. As far you know, there's standouts like Messi and Ronaldo; those are phenomenons. But uh, with yeah. the with the with the technology and with the training regimen that that Europe Europe European players have now, I think they're pretty mm-hmm. much on the same level. But yeah. what 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 picks them apart is the fact that how you react how you play on the field and I feel like Demiral is one of those players who is not afraid and we can really really use one of those players 
at Juve. I feel like I feel like too many players disappear in Juve games. I feel like too many players are skating by now. And yeah. Demiral being 21 years old, uh, already being one of the leaders, and you can't—he he literally is one of the leaders. You know, his his attitude shows it. I feel like that X factor of him being being a guy that can rally on the troops. I feel like it's yeah. it, you cannot you cannot put money uh, you, you can't you can't put the the the, the money value on that. Uh, there's Absolutely. all sorts of rumors coming out of him, you know, going somewhere else. You cannot, you cannot. And I you know I, I joked around with the idea that I would let him go to Manchester United if it means bringing Pogba back. But it was, it was half jokingly. <laughs> Demiral is at 21 years old, a player that that has gained respect from UF fans, and we we're not the type of fans that give respect easily. Within within the last five exactly. games, the guy the guy has shown so much to us, and I feel like, man, the guy the guy has a future at Juve, and he's just getting started. I tell you what, I really loved just real quickly was of on uh, was on Monday. I think Bonucci was was like shouting at him and, and telling him, you know, get get over here, get over in this position, and do this and do that. And he kind of took that on board. And then, like a couple of plays later, he was. Back and he was shouting at Bonucci like Jesus Christ! You told me to do this. You do this for God's sake, you know. And you you need those kinds of characters. You need players that have balls. You need players that can really just go out on the pitch and just leave it all out there. Not players that kind of oh okay, you know, pat on the back and oh you did well. You need the players that have that real grinta, you know. And and Demidal he he has that in spades. I swear he's he's just. I I, I love that. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And and you know. When Kellini comes back, which should be in the next next couple of months, Kellini comes back. Kellini, Bonucci, Delict, uh, Demiral. I feel like the the the. I feel like Kellini would. We're talking about X factors in the Champions League. I feel like Kellini coming back. The quality of yeah. the play, the quality of how how players play, and how yeah. fearless we are on the field with Kellini is completely different. So I really cannot wait for Kilini to come back. I, I love him so much. Just, yeah. Just between you and I, and I suppose between the listeners as well, I, I, <laughs> yes. know, I know someone who, who knows Demiral, and I have been telling this guy I constantly, just make sure you tell him that we absolutely love him, that he has to stay, that he's going to get his chances. Just just keep telling That's him that awesome. whenever you can, and hopefully that is getting across. So I, I I don't have any kind of connections with Juventus. I'm, I'm not one of these people that is like in the know or anything like that. But I do know someone who knows him directly. And uh, are yeah, they literally, are they literally passing the messages on to him? Do you know? From from what he said, yeah, he's he he is someone that knows him directly. So oh, I can't say awesome. who it is because I, I can't get into any of that. Of but I, I I'm telling him constantly that you know we love him. Do not leave. You, Make sure you, he stays. Um, you'll you'll tell yeah. me, right? Yeah, of course. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we finish this call. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Um, so Daniel, he he uh, brings up Pogba again. What are the odds Pogba comes back? With Pogba, I don't think there's any chance that he comes back. I think more than likely, I get the feeling that he wants to go and play in Madrid. Uh, I think he wants to go and play for Zidane. I think he wants to be at a club where he gets a lot more focus and, and attention than he has done recently. 
Um, and and mean no sort of disrespect to Juventus or anything like that, but I think we all know that there's certain clubs that if you go and play for them, you've got a better chance of winning the Ballon d'Or. You get a better chance of getting, you know, the 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 kind of plaudits and getting the the kind of focus. So, yeah, I, I think he wants that award. I think he wants the attention. He wants the kudos. So I think he'll, he'll end up going to Madrid. I don't think there's a great deal of chance of him coming back to Juventus. Well, How do you feel? First. Um, I I agree. I agree. I mean, it depends on what he wants to do in the future. Does he want to continue huh. being the social media star? You know, does he want to be continue being a cultural icon? And you can't deny that. I mean, he's the guy knows what he's doing on 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 his social media accounts, and he does a great deal of charity. And he's he's an awesome guy. He's a, he's a great guy who who you know after his yeah. career is over will be important in the community. Um, and I feel like to develop that, he needs to go to a place that that will completely explode his career. You know what I mean? But if he wants to be the guy who who wins the Champions League with Juve, he's he's always welcome back. And I'm sure a lot of people will be watching watching his movements. And and congrats, you know, congratulations on his wedding and and his his kid. His his life is his life is definitely. Fo- he's he's definitely more focused on his personal life right now than his his uh, his team. Um, yeah. Alberto, Alberto is asking, um, "What's your honest?" Yeah, sorry, uh, go ahead. No, no, you, yeah, you go ahead, go for it. Uh, so Alberto is asking, "What's your honest opinion? If you think management runs this club in a business first kind of way, or uh, sorry, I it's kind of a butchered question." So he's basically asking. Um, if the management runs the club business first and then sort of the team next, what do you think? Um, I think there definitely has been a change. I, I think that goes without saying. I think there is a different approach. I think they want to be more marketable. They want to be the club that that is clean, that can appeal to fans all around the world, that isn't sort of tarnished in any way. Um I think that's definitely the agenda going forward. I, we've seen with this, this sort of injection of new funds that they want to be able to bring the club up to the level of of essentially the, the elite, which is Real and Barcelona and I suppose Manchester United, who are always going to be one of those clubs that are that are very sort of sort of they have a lot of fans and a lot of attention on them. Um, so I think I, I think it's kind of a balance of, of the both. I, I think more important than anything else will always be success because that is Juventus's motto, really. At the end of the day, you know, victory and, and trophies is always the most important thing. That is that is all that matters. Even if the approach has changed, even if it looks like they're trying to be more marketable and they're trying to kind of approach these new markets in Asia and, and other places and other parts of the world, yeah, for sure. I, I understand the reason for doing that. I understand the, the reason to try and, kind of tap into those markets but I think ultimately at the end of the day whatever happens you need to have success you need to have trophies so I, I don't Something feel to that back up back up that that yeah I, that market marketability exactly. yeah I don't th- I don't think it's fair to say that it's money over success I think it's a combination of the two I think what Agnelli is trying to do is balance the two things together and not only be a very marketable club and one that appeals to so many people all around the world but also have a sustained level of success in the long term as well. Um, what do you think? Do you agree with that? Or? The, you know what, man? I, I, I've said that on the podcast before. I know it's important. 
I know you need to mm-hmm. survive as a as a as a team that sells jerseys, as a team that has you know third and fourth kits, and it's just there's no ways about it. You know, it's modern game has changed so much that you need to be you need to be a giant on the field and off the field. I don't particularly enjoy it. I am. I I I I like that we have so many new followers. I I I love that the team is, but I don't particularly um, focus on that. I yeah I follow it, but I don't get too much into it. And going back to Daniel's question about Ronaldo's pony ponytail or whatever the hair he has, that's all off the field stuff for me. Whatever happens yeah. on the field is the most important and. I really hope the marketability and being being you know active on social media does not overshadow what we can do on the field because I feel like PSG is kind of running to that trap. Uh, PSG is beautiful off the field. You know they 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 have great athletes on their payroll. The players that will wear their jerseys or supermodels that will wear their jerseys. But I don't want to become PSG. You know. The club without major trophies. I know they've won ton of ton in in France, but I feel like we're we're being compared to PSG, and I don't want that because it's a shame. Because Juve has always been a team, uh, you know, working class, and we we always appreciated the Green that we always appreciated uh, the the players who bleed for us as opposed to players who can look pretty on the poster. So I'm I know it's important, but I'm not very happy about it. Um, I think we're pretty much done with the questions. Uh, I want to congratulate the winner of the hoodie, our friend, everybody knows her, at, um, at, her her name is pretty much uh, her at, Monica Lauriola. Congratulations on your new Turin Giants hoodie. Um, If you guys want to purchase your own hoodie, TurinGiants.com, we'll be doing more uh, more giveaways. But for now, she's the winner. And... um, yeah, I'm, congratulations. I'll reach, reach, yeah, I'll, congratulations. I'll reach out to her for her size and everything. And your hoodie will be on its way. By the way, if you guys purchased the hoodie that came out, uh, the previous drop that I had, these new ones, the quality is a lot better. Like if you like the other one, you'll love this new one. I wanted to focus more on the quality a little bit because uh, if you look in my closet, 80% of the stuff is hoodies. So I, I, I found... <laughs> I found a new person who 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 helped me with the hoodies and th- the quality is awesome and it's just like it it just completely hugs you and again congratulations Monica uh Raf dude thank you so much man I had so much fun again we tried to cover yeah. all the questions that came out but um we had to skip a couple I but think I, we yeah. Yeah. I think we got all uh, all the stuff and ah uh, man 2020 is off of the bang you know Clean sheet, Ronaldo hat trick, and now this podcast, which I, we're, I think we're, I think we're exhausted. I'm, I'm a little tired. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't talked Sounds for so long in a, in a long time. Rob, thank you so yeah. much. You guys follow us um, everywhere and subscribe. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Happy New Year, guys! Forza Juve. Forza Juve. <laughs>